Good Monday morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, April 25th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, Congress is back. What to expect? Number two, some big news for House Republican leadership. Patrick McHenry is bowing out of the whip race. And number three, a deep dive on Yusika. Let's get into it. Number one, Washington is going to snap back into action this morning. Congress returns after a two-week recess. That is a long time for members of Congress to be back in their districts. The Senate could take up nominations for the Federal Reserve and FTC with partisan clashes in both, while the White House and party leaders scrambled to figure out what to do with COVID funding and Ukraine aid. Anthony Blinken and Lloyd Austin went to Kiev uh, over the weekend to meet with Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, and uh, uh, Blinken will appear before the House and Senate foreign relations panels this week. Um, there's a fight over title 42, that immigration provision that allowed the U.S. to control or to limit immigration during the pandemic. Um, Democrats have been suggesting, many Democrats from across the ideological spectrum have been um, questioning whether the Biden administration should rescind Title 42, uh, and they're going to have to make a decision quite soon. Um, The January 6th committee's uh, uh, investigation into the, the insurrection is reaching a critical uh, juncture there we expect a report uh, an interim report out in the next couple months there's been um, uh, reporting that Donald Trump jr will appear in front of the panel his sister Ivanka Trump appeared in front of the panel uh, and we have Yusika, the big uh, bipartisan chips bill that's also moving we'll get to that in a minute but first we have some news some big news for House Republican leadership Patrick McHenry the uh, North Carolina Republican will not run for GOP whip so Patrick McHenry was seen as the top candidate for Republican whip if Republicans take the majority in November. McHenry has actually, and we made the argument last week, his entire career in many respects has been building up to a race for the uh, House Republican leadership, for a big House Republican leadership position. He uh, was the chief deputy whip in the last Republican majority um, when Steve Scalise was whip. He uh, stood in when Steve Scalise, after Steve Scalise got shot, he was basically the acting whip for a while. Um, but uh, McHenry is now opting to stay at financial services. So this is this has a lot of uh, fallout, a lot of impact across the board. Uh, I'm getting to all of it here. Um, McHenry feels he, he's been vacillating between running for whip and running for uh, financial services chair for months now, um, and uh, he ultimately decided that it he found it more appealing to build and pass his own agenda at financial services if Republicans win. Um, truth be told, the leadership is going to be a an interesting place to be. Let's put it let's put it lightly. Uh, if Republicans take the majority, why? Because they have two bills they have to pass basically government funding and the debt limit. Everything else is basically optional and will be blocked by if Senate if the Democrats control the Senate, it will be cut, it will be stopped by the Senate. If not, it'll be stopped by Joe Biden. So there's not a ton of opportunity for uh, meaningful legislating that uh McHenry will, would be a part of. Now that doesn't mean it's going to be boring. It's going to be very interesting, but it's going to be a mess. Uh, let's put it that way. And and quite frankly, McHenry will put together a quite attractive resume for a leadership run down down the um 
road if he wants to. Uh, after next term, presuming Republicans take the majority and McHenry is financial services chair, he'll have 20 years in, in Congress, five years in leadership, and six years in the top committee post, all by age 49. Uh, that's, that's, that's quite the, uh, quite the, um, uh, resume. Uh, also I'll note that the last three speakers, Nancy Pelosi, Paul Ryan, and John Boehner all had meaningful leadership experience before ascending to the speakership. Now McCarthy does not. McCarthy has been uh, was on financial services, but he basically got into leadership as soon as he got into Congress. So McHenry, should he want to look at this down the road, um, he'll have that opportunity uh, and he'll have an attractive resume. Now, staying out of the leadership has its own detractions, has its own drawbacks, but um, he could look at that down the road. so now the, the the big question is who runs for Republican whip if Republicans win the majority? Um, you know, Elise Stefanik immediately becomes the front runner. Um, she is the uh, House Republican Conference chair right now. She's a woman in a party that needs women in, in top slots because they don't have many. Um, but she'll have competition. Tom Emmer, Jim Banks, and Drew Ferguson are all, you know, seen as eyeing the whip job uh, and could run against Stefanik. It's unclear whether they will. Um, but she, but they, uh, uh, that will be a very competitive race. Um, the question is who's best for Scalise and McCarthy. Uh, I, they, they need a very experienced whip and, and none of those candidates, Stefanik, Emmer, Banks, or Ferguson are really have experience in that high profile job. Ferguson is the chief deputy whip to Scalise now, but that's in the minority. That's a totally different ball game. Okay, and now let's talk about Kevin McCarthy for a minute. Obviously, the Jonathan Martin and Alex Burns book and the tapes that accompany it accompanied it are um bad news for McCarthy. It, it doesn't appear that there's a ton of fallout in Republican leadership. Or in the Republican conference, McCarthy's going to be at the border today. He'll uh, uh, presumably come back before tomorrow when his, when uh, the House returns. Um, but the point we make this morning in the newsletter is, quite frankly, this is not this has not been a great episode for McCarthy. McCarthy said he didn't say something that he did say, and uh, that is problematic. And he's taken a beating for it, and he'll continue to take a beating for it in the coming days and weeks. Number three story of the day, I really suggest you take a look at the newsletter this morning because we won't do it justice in the podcast this morning, but a deep dive from uh, Max Cohen and Christian Hall are two uh, reporters at Punchbowl News on USICA. Uh The House and Senate will begin negotiations on this massive chip bill. We expect the Senate could begin action as soon as this week to formalize the conference process, the the formal negotiations to uh, uh, between the two chambers bills. This is a huge moment for the Biden administration and for Congress. The, the package falls under jurisdiction of multiple committees, more than 100 conferees combined from both chambers with tens of billions of dollars at stake uh, in this process. Check it out this morning in the newsletter. It's a very, very meaty read. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.